Well, hello and welcome to Earth Day 2019. And here on the Dewpoint Report, we often talk about things that are relevant. Today, Earth Day, of course it's relevant. And never has it been more relevant than before with so many serious situations happening around the world. In the Did You Know portion of today, did you know that, according to some reports, there are over 18 billion pounds of plastic that end up in the ocean every year? And some interesting projects are helping to relieve... Yes, I said helping to relieve the pressure of the 18 billion pounds of plastic. Projects such as the Seabin project, which has currently 719 bins throughout the ocean, and specifically outlined this morning as I listened to a report on CBS from a reporter on Bondi Beach who showed the intricacies of this seabin, how it functioned, and how it attracted the various pieces of plastic and debris from the ocean. Now, 18 billion pounds of plastic. Just because someone discards their plastic and they don't see it, doesn't mean it goes away and disintegrates. One must consider how trash decomposes efficiently or effectively? Not always. Is that a simple answer? Throwing it in the ocean is not a solution because it can end up in the very fishes in the ocean that are trying to sustain the oceans themselves. Now the ocean is very important to the survivability of the planet. For various reasons, which I won't go into detail. But I can quickly um, outline that We've often heard here and there factoids about how critical it is the more we hear about the melting of the polar ice caps and how terrible repercussions that has on the rest of the planet. It has a terrible repercussion because the quicker that the polar ice caps melt, then It signifies the warming of the planet at a much faster pace. And of course, the maybe I'm not using the correct word, but the encapsulation of those ice caps are critical for proper sustainability of temperatures for the Earth.
of course, people who focus on monitoring the effects of global warming. And as they do that, they are an important group of people because they continue to let us know what we can do to better our situation. For example, today Earth Day, what have I done? I can talk about this, but what have I done to make the world a little better. Well, let's see, I picked up some trash that was on the lawn. Uh, from time to time, the winds blow uh, trash onto the lawn, and there are some people that believe that the trash doesn't belong on the lawn, so it can just be removed and doesn't belong here. Well, I tend to think that if the trash has made it onto the lawn, then it needs to be picked up because it doesn't belong out there. Uh, and then eventually, if it got blown onto the lawn, it's going to make its way onto a storm drain. So I pick it up. And I did that today. And more so cognizant of the fact that it's Earth Day. Because if I don't do that, then what would happen if it goes onto a storm drain? it can become part of, in a brain, it can go through the storm drain and then become part of runoff. And that's why those little medallions that are usually on the sidewalk that say, do not litter, and specifically say what ocean that particular storm drain runs off to, are actually very clear reminders of our responsibility and very little things that we can do that make a big difference, such as clearing those storm drains and making sure that certain things don't get to that. Because those are our neighborhoods that we live in, and those are the differences that we can make on a daily basis. So that's one thing. The other thing is perhaps considering when it comes to usage of straws, which is often, we don't even think about how many straws we go through on a daily basis. A simple investment in reusable straws can go a long way because then you just wash them and you use them again. And I think the hardest part of it is really making sure you take them with you wherever you go so that you have them on the occasion that you should order something that requires a straw, and then you just have them, you take them back home and wash them again, and voila, reusable. So that's another simple thing. Two simple things that could be done. I know I read an article the other day about the fact that reusable bags are actually not as impactful to lowering our carbon footprint as humans as one might think. 
when it comes to using canvas bags versus plastic bags. However, I would disagree with that study. And the reason I would disagree is I think what they didn't specify was how many times a person would actually reuse their bags. Most people who actually invest in a canvas bag that they're going to reuse over and over again are going to use it that many times as was specified in the study. And also what they didn't take into account is you really have to include your bag in your laundry so that it, it does become part of your thought and mind process. In other words, have it with you uh, so that you aren't at the grocery store and then, oh, I forgot. Yes, I'll pay for another grocery bag. Because if you're buying the grocery bags at the store, it defeats the purpose of the concept of reducing your usage. Because then you have a single-use plastic bag and it doesn't decompose easily. It ends up in the trash. You only used it once. It's the same thing. We're talking about things that are not decomposable. And so I would disagree. I would agree to disagree with the particular study I read a few weeks ago which said that plastic bags, certain types of plastic bags, were actually better for usage. Uh, and the challenge there is someone would have to invest in the specific type of bag that would decompose, but it, it, just, it is not a plausible concept. Not every store is investing in these decomposable plastic bags, and it's hard to know exactly which ones those are and where they're coming from. So having the cloth ones makes sense. Now, important factoid to recognize though, every time a washing machine is used, if it isn't a high energy washing machine, 70 gallons of water are expended. And so that's another area of energy that's spent and resource. Now, you can't really solve every single part of the challenges that the Earth is facing as one individual. It does take a massive effort. I fully realize that. One could sit and look at every single statistic on what the Earth is undergoing as massive challenges environmentally and feel extremely overwhelmed by that, by all the data. And so as individuals, we really, we can make decisions and decide which ones are the ones that we can feel most comfortable with and not feel guilty about making decisions on other things. Because we can't solve every single challenge that is around. However, we can make very important big steps. Now globally, some of our neighboring countries are facing bigger challenges than any of us have ever faced before. And so we have to be empathetic, understanding, and recognize that 
as a planet, the planet is definitely hurting. While some parts of the world may not see that, other parts of the world have seen it tenfold. And that is why there needs to be a deeper understanding of what the world is going through. And not an ignorance of facts in that some people may feel they can just waste resources recklessly. What do I mean by that? Well, when I hear about how consistently the earth has been hot year after year after year, and what that means, I mean, that isn't just a descriptor. That is literally the earth is heating at a ratio that is faster than it has been in years past. And we have to come to understand what that means. We may not see it in our microcosm environments, but we have to make decisions on how we better our lives. My immediate weather pattern today it looks lovely. I woke up to what today is going to be a no warmer day than 71 degrees. And currently it's 59 degrees. So to me, it's just beautiful outside. With clear skies and beautiful fresh air. And a brisk morning it was. With slight dew upon the leaves. And the birds were chirping. Yet I have a full awareness that other parts of the world did not awake to that environment. Theirs was a much different pollen count and air quality index. And so I have to be cognizant of that as a person who also lives on this planet and recognizing that the scientists that are looking at the numbers that say there are only 11 years or such and such time frame before we arrive at a point where we cannot undo the effects of the damage that has been done on this planet. With the limited resources that are available. That is not something that is unfounded. That's science. And now, I have faith, I believe in powers much bigger than me that are safe and such, but at the same time, I do also believe in science, and I understand the numbers, and I understand that people who are experts in their fields truly have the expertise, as I mentioned, to substantiate what they're discussing. And because they do, I fully recognize that it's important to respect 
what they have been working on. And reinforce the validity of their efforts and Day is not something that one just wakes up to one day and appreciates the earth for one day and then the next day it's no longer Earth Day. It truly is Earth Day every day. But it's the one day that we call Earth Day that we should be able to say, isn't it a beautiful day to appreciate the earth even more? And so while some states may come out of a drought, other states may go into a drought. And the weather patterns that regulate that and the changing seasons are interesting to adjust to. And while some of us may just admire the view, others may be looking at the view for the scientific changes that are behind that. And we must recognize how important and essential those changes are. And not minimize the contributions of people who see the relevance just as they would not minimize the contributions of people who contribute to society in different ways because after all it is a small planet made up of many people. And we often intersect in more ways than we know. And so today, what we call Earth Day, I think the most essential understanding we should really come down to, to see recognize what are the resources we have that are vital to our existence recognizing there are some that continue to need to be preserved and there are others that we need to rely on less the abundance of sun fully reminds us that solar is a resource. The rarity of fossil fuels reminds us that 
we need to redirect our energies. Perhaps disturbing the earth less. Disrupting the tectonic plates less. In order to drill for more. So that we may... live on this earth as healthily as possible. For as long a period of time as we possibly can in as healthy an environment as we possibly can. Recognizing that it in and of itself is letting us know what it can and cannot withstand. As it has for hundreds and thousands of years. And that is my commentary for Earth Day. That's it for me for today. This is Margarita.